Welcome to Next on the Tee with Chris Mascaro, where PGA and LPGA players, legends, and top instructors share their stories, insights, and playing lessons. Join Chris every Tuesday night as he talks with the greats of the game. Tonight's show is sponsored by the French Lick Resort, the PGA Tour Superstore, TaylorMade Golf, the Bobby Jones Apparel Company, Two Under, Ben Hogan Golf, Golf Pride, Srixon and their Z-Star Golf Balls, and the Sandiston Resort. Now here is your host, Chris Mascaro. Hey, good evening, folks, and welcome back to Next on the Tee. I'm your host, Chris Mascaro, and I can't thank you enough for joining me again this week and for continuing to make us a part of your golfing content. Tonight, I'm so fortunate, so excited to share some really great friends with you. When I think back over the years that we've been doing this show and the great friends that uh, I've made along the way, tonight is full of three uh, really special people to me. And my first guest is going to be Matthew Lawrence. You guys know how much I love Matthew and his show, Backspin Golf. It airs Sunday mornings from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. You can hear it on WLXG ESPN Radio AM 1300 up in Lexington, Kentucky. You can stream it online by going to WLXG.com or download the WLXG app and do what I do, which is listen right there on your smartphone. This way, if you, you know, you got to get up and around and that sort of thing, you got some place to go, you don't have to disconnect from the show. Take it right there on your smartphone. It's fantastic. Matthew makes the show so much fun. And uh, his first guest every week is Perry French, who's going to be another one of my guests tonight. So when you, if you're thinking to yourself, Matthew Lawrence, boy, that name sounds familiar to me. That's probably because you've seen him in a movie like one of my all-time favorite movies, folks. And you've heard me talk about this before, is Eddie and the Cruisers. Well, Matthew played uh, the bass player Salamato in that movie. You've probably seen him in Streets of Fire. Maybe you saw him on One Tree Hill. You've probably seen him on a dozen shows that, that he's been on over the course of the years. He's a fantastic actor. He's a great radio host. And he's a 10 times better person. I'm very excited he is back with me. He'll join me here in just a few minutes. Following him, I'm going to get a return visit from Jack Curry. Jack is the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for the Two Under brand. One of the things I love about Two Under, and folks, when I tell you this, I mean it in all honesty and sincerity. I tried the brand first. They make the, the softest, most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear. And I bought them, and I've worn them, and I thought, boy, it would sure be great to have these guys as a, a sponsor on the show. And that's really how it happened. I, I tried the product, and then I reached out to them. So it's great underwear. If, you, if you're not familiar with it, go online to the number two, UNDR.com and check it out for yourself. And if you find some things on there that you like, use the coupon code on the T. That's going to save you 20% at checkout. So check it out there. I'm, I'm excited to have Jack back on the show. Some exciting things there. You know, Ricky Fowler is, the, is one of the faces of the brand. They've got a new, uh, I think, shoot coming out with Ricky. They've got a lot of other things going on as well. So excited to have Jack back with me and he'll join me about 25 minutes from now. And then I'm going to round out tonight, Joan. Like I say, you know, Perry French is a territory manager for Shrixon Cleveland Golf and Zexio, X-X-I-O is how you spell that, the Zexio brand. So he's not only a territory manager for them, he's a class A teaching professional. Like I mentioned a moment ago, he's on the first segment every week with Matthew on Backspin Golf. So, you know, one of the great things that I love about having Perry as part of the show, and, and, and you know, not only do I love listening to Backspin Golf for Matthew, but I also love listening to it because of Perry. You're not going to find a segment of a show, and I'm referring to the first segment on Backspin Golf. You're not going to find a segment of the show where week in and week out, they have as great of teaching lessons, product and equipment knowledge. Perry's equipment knowledge is second to none. And like I say, you know, with those three brands, they've got a lot of really great things going on. So I'm excited to have Perry back with me. 
he'll join me a little bit later on in the hour. So, folks, as always, I can't thank you enough for tuning in and continuing to make Next on the Tee a part of your golfing content. It's, uh, it's an honor and a privilege to have you with me tonight. So uh, we're going to have a great show. And speaking of Matthew Lawrence, and you know how much both Lawrence brothers mean to me, both Matthew and his brother Mitch. And they both, like I say, have great golf shows. And let's talk about Mitch's first. It's called Talking Golf Getaways, and you can stream it online by going to GolfTripX.com. It's also available on Audioboom, Stitcher, and Player.fm as well. Mitch and his co-host Darren Bunch take you around the U.S. and Canada, take you to some great places to go stay and play, and they let you know about some of the hidden gem courses you may not be aware of. A couple of weeks ago, they did a segment on Mackinac Island up in Michigan, and what a fantastic place that place looks like. I'm dying to get an opportunity to go play up there. Check out their show. Again, you can stream it online by going to Golf Trip X, and that's a letter X, so GolfTripX.com. Again, Matthew's show is called Backspin Golf. It airs Sunday mornings from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, like I say, on WLXG ESPN Radio up in Lexington, Kentucky. Stream it online by going to WLXG.com, or like I say, download the WLXG app. Fantastic way to kickstart your Sunday mornings. And folks, as you know, we are sponsored by the French Lick Resort. Let's hear a word from our friend Steve Rondonero about what's going on up there. It's a Pete Dye masterpiece, the Pete Dye course at French Lick Resort. Pete says its location on one of the highest points in Indiana makes it special. The long views, you can see many 20, 30 miles from many of the fairways and many of the tees and greens, and, and you can see it in 360 degrees. Donald Ross's hill course put French Lick on the golf map more than 100 years ago. It's where Walter Hagen won the 1924 PGA Championship and the place where today's Symmetra Tour ladies battle each year. It's the ambience around it that makes the golf course. Combine our many resort amenities with legendary golf, and you have a getaway like no other. French Lick Resort is the home of the Senior LPGA Championship, won in 2018 by World Golf Hall of Famer Laura Davies. Play the course's champions play. Plan your trip now, online at FrenchLick.com. Yeah, folks, go online to FrenchLick.com to see for yourself, again, what a wonderful place they've got up there and to book your stay as well. And the one thing they don't mention on, on the uh, on the ad spot, they've got a beautiful casino right there on the property as well. Again, FrenchLick.com. Please also check out our friends at the Bobby Jones Apparel Company by going online to BobbyJones.com. They've got their new fall collection out right now. You're also going to see Steve Stricker, Miguel and El Jimenez, and Ernie Els wearing it out on the Champions Tour. Check out their wonderful line of clothes by going online to bobbyjones.com and use the coupon code on the T to save 20% at checkout. This segment of the show is brought to you by the PGA Tour Superstore. See why golfers everywhere are proud to call PGA Tour Superstore their golf pro shop. Visit them online at pgasuperstore.com. Now back to you, Chris. All right, now back with me here on the French Lick Resort guest line. Like I say, is one of my all-time favorite actors, radio hosts, and really people on the planet, and that's Matthew Lawrence. You guys hear me talking about Matthew's show, Backspin Golf, every week at the top of the show because, A, because it's fantastic, and, B, it's a great way to start your Sunday mornings, and, C, just because Matthew's outstanding. Again, online at WLXG.com. That way, you know, look, if you're looking for a great way to put a smile on your face, improve your golf game, and get your Sundays kick-started up on the right foot, yeah, Backspin Golf is your, is your way to go. Again, 8 a.m., 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, Sunday mornings. It's, uh, it's fantastic, and I'm so excited I get to have Matthew Lawrence back on the show with me again tonight. Hey, Matthew, how are you, my friend? 
Uh, I'm doing well, Chris. Thank you for all the kind words. Uh, and let me just say, right at the top, in listening to that whole introduction there at the top of my favorite golf podcast, it's called Next on the Tee. You can go to podbean.com and listen to it. I am involved in this show in so many ways that it's <laughs> mind-boggling to me. You have... Is that here, right? Let me list them for you. Yes. You have Harry French on tonight, who has been yeah. doing backspin golf with me for, I think, five years now I've been doing it. Uh, and so he's been on with me. You stole him from me, by the way. Anyway, uh, secondly, you talked about my twin brother, Mitchie, uh, and his fantastic, he and Darren Bunch, that is just, just the best. Uh, but you, I'm sure you like me better than him. You just didn't say that, number two. That's number two. Number three, you talked about two under. I wear underwear. I mean, it's is that right? Kind of staggering. Yeah, it's uh, another <laughs> way I'm tied to the show. <laughs> I actually, and this, I will say this on my children, this is true. I am wearing two under underwear as we speak right now. Wow. Yeah. Me you might too. mention that to, you might mention that to Jack <laughs> when he comes on because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a pretty big star. So. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. That's number three or number four. I can't remember. French Lick Resort, one of the great sponsors of your show, has also been a sponsor of Backspin Golf since I went on the air. And as a matter of fact, who do you think was just there a week ago for two days covering the Senior LPGA Championship? Won this year by Helen Alfredson. Who do you think that might be? Harry French. All right, that's. I'm keeping a list of all the things here. I have a piece of paper with a list of all the things that uh, you will get in trouble for after we're done. That's number one. Uh, that's correct. I was at French Lick, played the Donald Ross course, which is incredible. It's. Can you name another? place that has two golf courses, both designed by Hall of Fame architects. No, you can't. No. We have the no, you Pete Dye golf course and the and the Donald Ross golf course and a 51,000 square foot casino and two of the greatest hotels you will find anywhere and a sports book just opened at French Lick. I don't know if you realize that. If you know that. I heard the rumor. Yeah. That's there, too, now. So it's just, I mean, Brendan Sweeney and all the people up there, just Dave Horner, all the people connected. So so I have that connection. Let's see. That's number 14. I don't know. There was something else. I'll, I'll think of it. I'll think of it as we go along. <laughs> anyway, the fact that you've been on the show uh, now for third. This is your 13th appearance, by the way. So maybe maybe that's one. <laughs> no, it's not. Is it really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes, it is. Amazing. Between, well, between this show and Thursday Night Tailgate. Let me, let me clarify. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah 13 good. times. Just talking to you, in other words. Okay, good. Right. Indeed. <laughs> so, so you doing well, Matthew? 
I'm doing fine. Uh, we're getting ready here in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously, we're at a time of the year in sports, uh, and I, I have a, a show every day from 4 to 7 on WLXT, also on ESPN. Uh, we're getting ready. We're in all four sports are on now, baseball, basketball, football, and hockey. And cornhole, which is also going on here all year. I don't know if you, that's a sport. What? Apparently here in Kentucky. <laughs> you cover that in Kentucky. Um, we also <laughs> we also have uh, Keeneland. The the fall meet is going on at Keeneland. There's a tremendous amount going on here. And two weeks in roughly, I think two weeks from our first exhibition basketball game for the University of Kentucky is Sunday night. So the basketball season, uh, and I do a pre and post game show for that. You know, I'm doing too much. Hearing myself talk about this stuff, I'm way overworked. Yeah, I am way overworked here. You're mentioning this to try to soften me up because you're about to start to ruin my Sunday mornings, right? Well, that's what this is about. Chris, it's not my intent to ruin your Sunday mornings. You know that. It's just, (laughs) I need a break. If the only thing I were doing was backspin golf, I would continue to do it because the golf season lasts all year now. We're already, what, eight events or something into the next season? (laughs) But I can't, Chris. I can't do it. I can't. (laughs) I can't do a daily show for three hours every day and a pre- and post-game basketball show. And I do an hour English Premier League show every week, which lasts until May. I just can't do it, Chris. I need a break. I just need a break. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I apologize. I need a break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. just remember our deal. You, you can be on hiatus, but you still got to call me every Sunday morning. Don't forget that. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that, too, because, <laughs> I, I I mean, I, I, you know, I'd miss a Sunday and uh, I get yelled at and texted. <laughs> and, uh, I can't. Well, the pressure is too much for me. I'm too old. <laughs> I have pressure with my children. I have pressure at work. I don't need pressure on Sunday mornings. I just don't. <laughs> well, there Holy are certain God. things in life that you got to do, and that's one of them. So let's just as I told you, as I ter- told you in the text earlier today, you're not the boss of me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now that we uh, got we that need to talk right. about that. Yeah. All right. So well, let's talk actually a little golf. You know, on the okay. golf show. Um, yeah, you mentioned a moment ago wraparound season, right? We we yeah. went through the tour championship and then the season yeah. ended for about ten or fifteen minutes, and yeah, then correct. the new season started. Your thoughts yeah. on the wraparound season? Because I, you know, here Matthew, I thought the wraparound season or or the golf season changed, and we had to move the PGA Championship early and all that yeah. sort of stuff because yeah. we needed to get out of the way of college football and the NFL. And then Correct. instead, what we got is continuation of golf regardless. I, I, I'm confused yeah. about why we had to do all of the changing around of the schedule only to have a wraparound season. Well, the wraparound season has been going on for a while now. And it all, you know, here's the thing that gets me. Uh, there's one great thing about these events at the beginning, starting in October, leading up to the new year. Traditionally, 
the Sony, uh, the Tournament of Champions in Hawaii in January was the beginning of the golf year season. And then FedEx Cup came. And now we have these events uh, before the first of the year, uh, however many there are. I didn't even – I've lost track already. Uh, and what I love is the first day of the first uh, – of these silly season events, as we used to call them, the very first day of the first event of the next season, they're showing you who's leading in the FedEx Cup points race. I mean, they played 18 holes, and they have nine months to go till the FedEx Cup, and they're telling you who's leading the FedEx Cup. I mean, it's unbel- it's just unbelievable to me. And it goes on every during the broadcasts on every day and every event and every until. But you know what? Just put that those Chiron things up. Put the stats up for me. Uh, I don't know, next August, like right before <laughs> the first of the four playoff events, okay? And tell me who's leading. That's what I think of the silly season right. now. I will say that, I will say this. The, the only great thing to me, well, there are two great things. One is all of these events that not that many people, even we're big golf fans, you and me. Uh, we, right. I don't pay that much attention to them, but every one of those tournaments raises a ton of money for charity. Every one. That's right. So that's a great thing. Then it's also a chance for players that don't normally get a chance to compete in the tournament for either a victory or a top 10 or a top 20 to make that kind of money. Also, to secure FedEx Cup points for the whole year while trying to, to keep their cards a lot of time. We've seen already this year, we've seen, for example, uh, at the Barbasol Championship here in Lexington uh, in, I think, June or July. When was the Open Championship? Whatever that week was, we had the Barbasol Championship. I forget now. We had the Barbasol Championship here in Lexington. I played in the Pro-Am uh, with a young man from Columbia, the country, not the school in New York, the country, uh, named Sebastian Munoz. And I played nine holes with Sebastian and his caddy, Mateo, and they were just the greatest guys. I had more fun with them. And this kid, Sebastian, had gotten his tour card a couple of years ago, lost it, went to Corn the Corn Ferry uh tour and won an event there and got conditional and then lost it. Anyway, he shows up at the Barbasol Championship. He does well at the Barbasol and because of my coaching for nine holes, which is all it took, to be honest. <laughs> lo and behold Lo and behold, two or three weeks ago, he won one of these silly season PGA tournaments and now has his tour card for the next two years. He's playing in the Players' Championship, the Masters, the PGA, um, all these benefits. He got 500 FedEx Cup points for winning. 
So there are a lot of these stories. We've already had three or four of them. And that's a great thing for these guys before January and before all the big shots show up again. That's a great thing also. Otherwise, I don't care. I really don't care. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Let's talk about something that I know you care about. And that's, and that's your boy, Tiger Woods. I know what a huge Tiger Woods fan you are. Correct. And as we talk about events coming up, we do have a President's Mm -hmm. Cup coming up here in the not too distant future. Your thoughts? Yes, we do. Should Tiger pick himself? Uh, I would. (laughs) If I were Tiger, I'd pick myself. Here's the thing. It, this, the President's Cup is great. I mean, it's great because the guys are great players and all that stuff. This is not now, this is all, of course, in my humble opinion. This is not the Ryder Cup. There's no history to the President's Cup, except for the last few years. However, when all of a sudden somebody decided that, hey, you know what? There's a lot of great golfers who don't get a chance to play in the Ryder Cup because of where they're from. So let's have another thing, you know, when there's no Ryder Cup. It's basically a TV event to me. And that's fine. It's all fine. We all love seeing competition and all that, but it doesn't have the cachet, how's that word, that the Ryder there Cup you go. has. Yeah, <laughs> that the Ryder Cup has with its history. And so to me, if Tiger's healthy, and right now he is, the Ryder Cup's in December. He just played in that, talk about silly season, he just played in that stupid skins game in Japan thing. Um, he's playing in the Zozo Cup or whatever the heck's going on over there <laughs> now. <laughs> but yeah, whatever that is. Um, but if he's healthy, we saw what he, he did last year when he was healthy and he had a schedule kind of worked out. Why wouldn't you pick yourself to play on the team? Even if you only played on Sunday, you know, in, in, uh, in the single? singles match. Yeah. I mean, or one of the other, if you felt like you wanted to play in the best ball with somebody. Here's my point again. I'll say it. Who cares? Who cares? Do we, I don't really care if the world wins or the United States wins the President's Cup. I care about the Ryder Cup, but I don't really care about the President's Cup. And who doesn't want to see Tiger play? I mean, he's, you know, again, cliche. He is the needle. And if he's on the team, more people will watch it. More people will be exposed to golf or all that stuff. So, yes, my black, I'm very long-winded. <laughs> my answer is yes, Tiger should put himself on the team. That's my answer. Yes. But to your point, if this is if this is sort of a more television event, do you think there's yeah. going to be pressure from the networks to say, look, because to your point, I think everybody cares about the Ryder Cup. People are sort of like, eh, on the President's Cup, it's sort of a filler in the odd year mm-hmm. in between, you know, Ryder Cup events. Could there be right. pressure to, for him to, for him, you know, for him to pick himself? Because look, we well, need the, you know, the TV ratings. We need to catch yeah. a, to use your word. So we Thank need you. you to be in there. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sure there, I'm sure those executives, well, I'm not sure who's televising it now. If it's Golf Channel, it will do it. I'm sure the executives, if he decides not to, will talk to him about it. But you know what? So what? 
I mean, what you think Tiger is going to like cave to some network TV network guys? No, he's not. <laughs> what are they going to do to him? Take his money away from him? What, I mean, what's it? You know, <laughs> I mean, basically, there will be. Pre- I think there absolutely will be pressure leading up to it too. But again, uh, I just think it's a made-for-TV event, basically, and he should be on the team. Absolutely. So one more on Tiger. You last year around okay. this time, I, I I believe, you boldly yes. predicted he would win two majors. You said he'd win the Masters. Correct. You said he'd win the U.S. Open because it was being played at Pebble Beach. Looking ahead Correct. to next year, do you think he wins another major? Yes, I do. And where? I'm not re- I'm not, well, I'm not really sure because I haven't studied it the way I studied my prediction last year. I mean, I think if I'm not mistaken. Either the PGA or the – where's the U.S. Open next year? I can't remember. One of them is at Harding Park in San Francisco, which is a public golf course. It's a great golf course. I'm going to have to do more studying about the, the courses, uh, the majors next year. Now, I know the Masters. I know where the Masters will be played. I know that. And there's a chance, if he's healthy, that he will win the Masters. Again, there's no reason reason he couldn't. Yeah, and that's, and that's not, where I think not, he's got his best opportunity to win. I think it's at yeah. Augusta, and I think it's going to be continue to be at Augusta for another decade because I think you can still be competitive there into your 50s. I remember when uh, Jack Nicholas nearly won it at age 58. So, yeah, I think Tiger's going to have a, you know a lot more opportunities to win there. Wait, Jack won it at 58. He almost won it at 58. Oh, okay. He finished sixth in 98. He finished sixth in 1998 yeah. when Obira won. He was yeah. a couple of strokes back. Yeah. No, I, you got to understand I'm old and sometimes I lose, you know, I forget things. And I thought, wait, I missed that. He won that at 58? I missed that whole year. Holy cow. But it's possible. It's absolutely possible with me. Hey, a couple more before I let you go. Um, okay. First of all, I know, I know you, uh, you were out there at Sweetens Cove with, uh, at Mitch's event, uh, that they yeah. put on. I've heard nothing but rave reviews about the course and about the event that was there. Talk about uh, your experience playing Sweetens. Well, you know, Darren and Mitch put this together, this trip, along with Brian Orr, who is, uh, just one of the great photographers and videographers anywhere. Uh, and it was 24, I think it was 24 of us for two days at Sweetens Cove. Uh, we rented out the whole course. Now, for people that don't know about Sweetens Cove, the easiest thing to do is actually Google it and go look around on the website. It's a nine-hole golf course that is ranked by Golf Week in the top 50 public courses you can play in America and it's a nine hole golf course and it is in South Pittsburgh Tennessee which is kind of in the middle of nowhere and the job they've done in building this uh, golf course that you tee off and there are two sets of flags on the greens um, one one of the par threes and one's a white flag and one's a blue flag and you play your first nine, say, and you're going for the white flag. Then you come back around, and the next time you're playing for the blue flag. 
And one of the par threes, the first time, first nine we played, it was 168 yards. The second nine we played, it was 105 yards. And it totally changes the way you play the hole. And the hole, the greens are, they're huge because you have two flags there, but if you think it makes Pinehurst number two's greens look like flat tabletops. I mean, you have to be everything about your short game, which, you know, of course, is a strength of mine. Holy cow. <laughs> um, every every single uh, shot you have, every putt you have, if you're not precise with it, you're going to end up 50 feet from the hole. And the thing is, it's so beautiful, you don't really care. You really don't. Uh, we had an amazing time. It's Anybody that gets a chance should play Sweeten's Cove. It's just, it's incredible. It's kind of near Chattanooga. It's not that far from Chattanooga. It's a great place. And the trip that Mitchell and uh, Darren and Brian put together was just amazing. It was fantastic. And we'll end on a, on an even higher note because to your point, you are a short game wizard. At least that's uh, yes. what I hear. Yes. And, yeah, um, that's I was, what you hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I was talking with our friend Perry French and he talked about a, uh, a new putter that, uh, he, uh, helped you out with and got you all fitted for. And, well, and now he's telling me you're draining 40 footers left and right. Tell me all about it. Please. Well, it, this is, this is the uh, the truth. Perry and I have known each other a long time, and his obviously Cleveland wedges and have been well known for decades. And Srixon clubs, I've been playing Srixon clubs for a long time. Anyway, Perry comes to do backspin a couple weeks ago, and he brings two putters with him, the new frontline putters from Cleveland. And we go out before we do our segment. And we've never done this before. And we set up, uh, we put a head cover in the middle of the hallway and we backed up about 15 feet and I hit six putts with one of these putters. I think I made three of the six right in the middle of the head cover. And then he said, these putters are different than any putters on the market. He said, the technology is we all have a putter stroke. There's two strokes, basically, square, which is straight back, straight through, or a little bit of an arc where you it's, you take it back a little bit inside to square, back to inside. He said, which one are you? I said, I'm pretty sure that I'm uh, square because my thought every time I putt is, you know, straight back, straight through. He said, okay, the putter that I made three out of six with was a square balanced putter. Then he gives me the other putter, and I made six out of six, I think, or maybe five out of six. He said, that's the stroke that you have. So when people go to get putters, have you ever said, I got to get a putter that fits my putting stroke? Have you ever said that? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, nobody does. Well, these putters and the technology, there are two tungsten inserts on on the end, end of the face. The balance is remarkable. 
So he gives me this putter, and I go to play early the next Saturday morning, and I'm by myself. I go out. I didn't even go to the putting green to putt. I went right to the first hole. I said, I'm just going to use this. I got to the first hole, par five. I was on the front of the green in three. I was 40 feet from the hole. I walked it off, and I left the putt right on the lip, tapped in for a par. I texted Perry. I said, number one at Picadome, 40 feet, tap in for par. I had an eight-footer for par on number two, right in the middle. I birdied number four, and I rolled in a 45-foot putt. And there was dew on the green, and I went back, and so you could see the trail of the putt all the way into the hole. So I went back, and I took a video from where the putt started, and I walked alongside the trail and right into the middle of the hole. And I sent it to Barry. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I have played probably six rounds since I got the putter. And this, again, on my children, I am saving. I'm going to be really conservative here, which I am not by nature, and say five strokes every time I play. Wow. Because of, because of this putter. I don't three-putt anymore. I mean, unless something really weird happens, and I'm making those four-footers, five-footers, to save par or to save bogey even, I'm t they're just the most – if anybody's listening, go to wherever you live. Go to somebody that, uh, you know, has, has great putters. The other thing, the price point is uh, we all know these the Scotty Cameron putters and the Spider putters and all those start at around $299. These putters, I think, retail for $199, and they're brilliant. They're just brilliant. So that's uh, that's my story, of course, my Zexio golf balls. You know, everything that Perry handles uh, golf-wise is pretty spectacular. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> that's yeah. all. So that, that begs the question now, right? You can't be shaving five strokes off your game. Without coming with what what's your what's your handicap now? Plus two, I'm probably, three. Yeah, actually plus four, but I don't like to. You know, <laughs> I like to tell. I sandbag a little bit. I tell people. <laughs> I've, uh, I've been because uh, you know the way I've been playing. I'm probably a. I will say this, up until I got this putter, I was a thirteen. I'll say, and I was capable of shooting eighty or ninety or most of the time, 83, 84, 85, somewhere in there. But I'll bet you um, I'm probably closer to an, a 10 or a 9 now since I got that putter. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm old. Good for you, I'm very friend. old. So the fact <laughs> that I can just get up and go play golf is a, is a, is a big win. <laughs> is a win? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Matthew, before I let you go, remind our listeners again how they can stay up to date with all the great things you're doing and all the various shows that you're on and oh, uh, take, take a look at you on social media, too. WLXG.com or get the app. that You can get the app in the App Store, Google Play, or whatever it is, uh, WLXG, uh, on social media at RealLoro5, R-E-A-L. Wait, how do you spell it? Yeah, R-E-A-L-L-A-U-R-O, <laughs> and the number five. Uh, and 
That's about it. I'm not on Instagram or any of that stuff. I'm a Twitter guy. Matthew, you're spectacular is what you are. I can't yeah. thank you enough for yeah. coming back and uh, being a part of the show. It's always so much fun when you're here. Well, you are the most supportive friend that many of us have, and uh, we would do anything, well, almost anything for you, Chris. It's always great to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, my friend. We'll catch up soon okay. between now and then. All the best to you and your family. You too, pal. See you. See you, man. That's the great Matthew Lawrence. And like I say, you know, he's a, he's a great actor. He is a, a great uh, radio host and he's a 10 times better person. And I can't thank him enough for his time tonight. Look forward to catching up with him soon. And I'm telling you, and, uh, you'll hear this, uh, when, when I talk to Perry French, but those new putters, you know, five strokes around. Holy smokes. We all got to go out and get one of those things. So I look forward to checking those out as well. All right. Before I get to my next guest, Jack Curry. I want to, uh, you know, t- talk about a couple of friends of ours. First of all, our friends over at the Ben Hogan Golf Equipment Company. Now, folks, if you haven't hit Ben Hogan irons since maybe the 80s or the 90s, do yourself a favor and get a demo iron of either their Fort Worth PTX, new PTX Pro, or Edge irons and go out on the range and compare it to whatever it is you've got. All Ben Hogan irons and wedges are handcrafted one at a time in their Fort Worth, Texas factory. So no mass production, no shortcuts. Now you can order custom-made irons, wedges, and hybrids by going online to benhogangolf.com, and they're going to build those clubs to your specifications. And best of all, charge you a fraction of the typical retail price. Check out their complete line, again, of forged irons, wedges, hybrids, bags, accessories, their new GS53 driver and fairway woods as well. Fantastic. Go online to benhogangolf.com and see for yourself. This segment of the show is sponsored by our friends over at Two Under, Men's Performance Briefs, the unofficial underwear of the PGA Tour, worn by PGA Tour players like Ricky Fowler, David Toms, Jerry Kelly, William McGirt, Jason Kokrak, and Matt Everett, to name just a few. Your buddies are going to think you're a stud if they're even seeing you in your underwear, and that's a whole nother story. And your girlfriend and or wife is going to love the side effects, a visually enhanced profile. The Joey Pouch technology provides the ultimate male asset management. It separates a man's most valuable assets from bodily contact to reduce unwanted skin-on-skin contact, providing less chafing, more control, and an altogether more luxurious feel. Start every round two under by wearing the coolest performance briefs on the market and use coupon code ONTHET20 to save 20% off your order at twounder.com. And that's the number two, UNDR.com. And now back with me here on the French Lake Resort guest line is the Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Two Under, and that's Jack Curry. Jack has been in sales, marketing, licensing, consultant for about 40 years, much of that time in the golf and sporting goods, footwear, apparel store sector. As you guys have heard me say all year long and on social media, Two Under is the best, most comfortable, softest underwear I've ever worn. It's just really top notch. You heard Matthew talk about it in the last segment. He wears Two Under brand as well. The styles are fun. They look great. Go online. It's the number two, UNDR.com and use the coupon code on the T20 at checkout, and you're going to save 20% off your order. They have a lot of great uh, items that go beyond just, just you know, men's underwear. they got great T-shirts and shirts, and there was a little tease I saw on social media about something new that might be coming out. A lot of exciting stuff going on with the brand, and I'm excited to have Jack with me again tonight here on Next on the T. Hey, Jack, thanks for coming back on the show. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having us again. It's really nice to be talking to you again. So, Jack, a lot has happened since the last time we got to have you here on the show. Two Under 
has been named by the PGA of America as the exclusive underwear supplier for the 2020 Ryder Cup team. That's fantastic. Talk about some of the great new stuff that's happening with the brand. I will. Thanks. Uh, yes, it was it was very exciting to hear from the PGA of America and have them uh, inquired for us to become the exclusive supplier, of course, for the USA Ryder Cup team and all the coaches and a lot of the team is wearing it already. So it was pretty a natural, uh, you know, move for us and to say yes and to be a part of it. So it was great. And we're excited about it. You'll see some uh, some brand new fun prints that are going to be associated with the Ryder Cup logo and the USA logo. Um, that'll be uh, debuted at the PGA Orlando show uh, coming in January, and then it'll be released for shipment to the consumers from probably March 1st on all the way through the Ryder Cup December of next year. Um, so it, it, we're excited about it. It's a great venue. They're having it at Whistling Straits, of course, and um, just to be a part of it is exciting for us. Um, the company itself, uh, we've continued to grow, and thanks to all the consumer support that we get out there and the support from people like yourself and on the tee and Mitch and Matthew and, uh, gosh, Brian Katrick and McGinnis and the rest of the troops out there in media, um, has, has really afforded us an opportunity to continue to grow and to get the word out and spread the two under mantra to the consumers to let them know what we're doing. Um, the, the, the solids have always been a staple in our business, but the prints have taken over our business when it comes to the briefs and all three leg lengths, three, six and nine inch. The prints make it fun. So now we've got the the guys loving the fact that they can wear a solid but have some prints, and the women are being uh, very very active in the purchasing side of it now because it's a fun gift for their men um, or their brothers or their fathers or their uncles, you name it. Um, so it's become a, a big uh, uptick in our business. Just seeing the the prints become probably sixty five percent or sixty percent at least of our of our sales and our bookings. And Jack, last year around this time, and we were talking about. A big deal that you guys were working on. Talk about the, you know, the, the PGA merchandise show. And what we were talking about last year turned out to be signing of Ricky Fowler. And he, then he immediately, oh, by the way, he immediately goes out and, and wins the waste management open, a, a, a tournament that he hadn't been able to get over the hump at. He, he signs on with two under and the next thing you know, he wins. He just got married a few days ago. Talk about what's going on between the brand and Ricky. Well, that, that was uh, a wonderful, um, you know, uh, relationship that, that developed and of course Ricky had been wearing the product for over uh, two years and to get that across the finish line last January we were very excited about that he's a wonderful human being he's a great young man um, has this, uh, a great head on his shoulders um, is uh, way beyond his years of 30 that he just turned he I think he'll be 31 in the middle of, the, of December and he is uh, so mature in his business with his business acumen, he's probably like a 45 or 50 year old businessman. Um, just great around the camera and great with people. Uh, very humble young man and you'd be very proud to, to be associated with him. Our company uh, loves what Ricky brings to the party because um, he brings a lot of different genres in. He brings your kids and the females and the males of all different ages. Um, and just like I said, he's very humble. And I think what he he is out there is probably the second most marketable or probably the most marketable for us, for sure, the most marketable. But, you know, pretty high up there in the marketing world uh, with golf, for sure. And uh, he brings a lot to the table. We haven't utilized all of it yet since we just started with Ricky, but we just got done a beautiful video shoot that will uh, be debuted sometime between now and the holiday. And then you'll see a whole bunch of different uh, digital marketing all out through 2020 involving Ricky and some fun commercials. and. Uh, Probably a different slant on Ricky, whereas, you know, not the serious, uh, 
you know, uh, as serious as some of the other sponsors that are non-golf that he has in the world that haven't got to see that side of Ricky out there. And I think everybody's going to have a, a thorough enjoyment of what they're going to see and how Ricky uh, reacts to the world. And boy, is he a big fan of Two Under, and, and we're so excited to have him on board. Jack, when I was checking out the, the Two Under Twitter page and on Instagram uh, earlier this week, I think it was on Monday, I saw a pretty big tease about uh, a potential new item. looked like either slacks or shorts, uh, something that was very exciting. Uh, is there a big reveal coming up around uh, a new product line? It's actually uh, out officially November the 5th. It'll be available online. Um, it is available at, at retail right now. Um, it's our new loungewear collection. Um, we have a wonderful uh, poly and cotton and elastane blend of uh, leisure short and pant, along with a crew pullover um, that matches up with our, of course, our buttery soft tees and V-neck and crew neck. We're also launching a brand new long sleeve crew uh, in that T-shirt material. And then, uh, that, of course, that T-shirt material is um, 65% modal and uh, like 30% um, polyester with elastane in there. It has a great feel, so just like the brief, but a little heavier uh, gram weight. And then we're adding a brand new hoodie that's being launched in two new colors in dark navy and, uh, and orange that um, has just been so, so well received. And from the country club and the golf sector of the market, you're going to be able to find it with country club logos uh, on these T-shirts. And on the loungewear, it'll be able to be embroidered, so it'll look uh, very classy in the country clubs and a lot of the different resorts that you're going to see. The product will be available with the club logos on it, so people will be able to take mementos home. If they're out traveling on a golf trip, they'll be able to take something home and enjoy two under with a logo on it, which wasn't done before. A couple of new things that I saw, and then I want to talk about those hooded T-shirts in just a second. But um really excited about the holiday collection that you guys have. I saw a little sneak peek on the website and on social media. I guess that's set to launch on November the 5th as well. Talk about the uh, the new prints that are coming along with the holiday collection. I will. Well, you know, we launched our fall uh, print collection on in September, and we sold out in less than 60 days. Um, so obviously it's sold out already. We're bringing back some of those prints. They were so popular. And as I mentioned, uh, Chris, the, the print business for us continues to escalate um, and, and just has become very, very popular. So we are, are launching an additional holiday print line. So we're going to do this three times a year, uh, spring, summer, and holiday. And it's, uh, it's really been fun. The four new prints that we have coming out um, for holiday um, are called Endless Tsunami Wankers and Boho. Basically, Tsunami looks like a tsunami. It's got a, a real flowing print all throughout it. Endless is like an endless summer, and it's really a, like a surf look with the the, the um, um, palm trees in it. And of course, we've got wankers, which is wheels and anchors. It's and it's navy blue and yellow and white, so it's uh, very uh, attributable to the the mariners in the world. And then, of course, boho, and I like to say that's a little bohemian rhapsody. Uh, has a really bohemian rhapsody kind of look to it, and I think people are really going to love it. Um, I know that the reception at retail has been fantastic. Um, and we're offering one of those. The Tsunami will be available in a two-pack for holiday also. So, yeah, there's a lot of new prints um, and a lot of new uh, in the, a lot of new prints in both the, the trunk and in the long leg also. Because as you know, Chris, I think we talked about it, Ricky only wears on the golf course, he will only wear the nine-inch long leg of our model swing shift. Um, that's his favorite because after walking six or seven miles a day, it, he has nothing riding up. It stays in place, and he feels like he's wearing nothing at all, which – 
is the whole purpose is to alleviate thinking of anything else but golf and his shots and what he's doing best. No, and I and I'll tell you what, I'll second that because I, that's my favorite of the of the men's underwear is is that extra long one because I, to his point, you know, and I you know, obviously am not walking six or seven miles out on a golf course, but walking around at the office all day long and going up and down stairs between floors and that sort of thing. Those things don't ride up. They don't. You don't need to adjust yourself. I think they're fantastic. So I, you know, I understand what Ricky's talking about. I think they're, you know, they're my favorite style of the uh, of the men un- men's underwear. Yeah, it's very oh, very Jack, popular. I want to talk for active people. I want to talk okay. about you. You mentioned the the hooded T-shirts, and I think those things look fantastic, and they're a great design. Uh, you know, along with that, the long sleeve pocket Henley pullover. I got I've got those in my cart right now, out on twounder.com. I think those things are fantastic. Yes. Talk about the the combination of having both of those sort of long sleeve opportunities. Yeah, the, the long sleeve opportunities came around because our customers uh, at the country club level and the resorts and the run stores and the me- fine men's shops all said to us, you make such a beautiful product for the briefs. How about giving us something up top that has a, a feel that is, is something different? And in our combination of poly and cotton and the elastane there, it just affords you a, a comfortable feeling. When you're wearing this product, Again, you want to feel like you're just lounging around. It's a typical athleisure wear, I call it, and um, it is extremely comfortable. Wash is fantastic, and it's a nice hand to it. Um, and again, that's the whole purpose is to make you feel comfortable in whatever you're doing, whether you're on the job, um, you know, on the golf course, or just having a leisurely uh, date with your lovely wife. And Jack, you know what a huge fan I am of your long underwear as well, and. Now that it's starting to get cold outside and for a couple of different things, whether you're just active outside uh, and it's starting to get into fall and into winter, or if you if you happen to work at a place like I do and, and it's cold inside the office because you've got a lot of glass windows and the cold radiates into your office space, I'll tell you what, those long underwear, my absolute favorite. Talk about those and the ability to, you know, we're, we're playing, out, go- playing golf in them or we're just in our everyday lives, the, the ability to keep our legs warm. Chris, that's a really good point, and thanks very much for the compliment on that. The Long Johns came out last year in, in um, solids, of course. It was just in gray um, and black, and now we have it in gray, black, and three different prints. But the material on that is a bamboo. It's a natural material um, that matches up with a little bit of the cotton. And, of course, the, it's not thermal, so it's really thin. You're not having to wear a third level because the, the Joey pouch is included with it, so you're not wearing a brief underneath of it. Um, you can wear it under a pair of, of tighter-fitting slacks, or you could wear it out on a golf course under a wind pant. Um, you can wear it on the duck line. You can go anywhere you want. Uh, we have a lot of hockey players that wear it. And uh, the new look in the gym, um, which I've been to, and you, you see people wearing them, is you, they'll wear the long johns and they'll wear a short over top of it because they want the extra sweat and, the, and to keep that body heat regulated. And that's what the long john does with the bamboo. It doesn't make you hot. It keeps you warm and allows the moisture, the moisture to pass through to the outside so that you're not feeling hot and clammy and sweaty. Um, fantastic product. Um, we really enjoy it. It's going to continue in the line for sure. Um, and the response from the consumers has been fantastic. Jack, as we look ahead to the holiday season, we've got Black Friday coming up here before long, and then we get into the uh, the Christmas season. Talk about the you know some of the gift ideas and some of the things you might be doing over Black Friday and for Christmas. Well, we'll definitely uh, we're definitely going to partake in a, a 12 days of Christmas sale. Um, you're going to see a, definitely a Black Friday sale where we're going to feature um, a lot of a lot of the new products 
um, that's out there just to let everybody know that it's available. And of course, the two packs will be available, which is, uh, you know, a substantial savings to the consumer, 22, about a 22% savings. Um, if they buy a solid and a print individually, um, they get a, a very good price for the individual two packs, um, which include one solid and one print. Um, you're going to see probably some loungewear and you're definitely going to see some t-shirts on that, on that list. Um, but can't release, uh, can't release all the secrets, but there's definitely 12 days of Christmas shopping <laughs> that people will be doing. Um, but it's, it's going to be fun. Um, we're going to be, uh, working on, uh, with Ricky for 2020. Also, we're going to be working on a Ricky, um, inspired product that you're going to see out there. Um, looking into, into 220 after the holiday comes through, uh, we'll see a whole bunch of new camos that we've come up with and, uh, that we're going to add some of those in the power ship line. So I think the people are going to be excited about that. The response has been great. Um, we're not seeing a new brief. We have four uh, styles that are consistent in our line. You know, the swing shift is available. The power shift, which is our heavy sweat activity product, um, which is a great product. It's a, it's a compression-like feel. Uh, it's moisture wicking. It's a quick dry fabric with a mesh uh, back. And, of course, in our Joey pouch, we have a patent of Garmatex, which is called cold skin. Um, so uh, while you're wearing the pouch and the and the briefs, um, you have a cool sensation on that of a three to six degrees cooler than any other part of your body because of this cold skin, which is basically um, a mineral jade has been uh, uh, melted down and infused into the fiber. And anytime that fiber is touching the skin, that area of the skin is going to stay three to six degrees cooler. So it's been uh, very well received. Our day shift continues to be very popular as a price point item, and that's a bamboo and poly combination. Uh, a lot of people were asking for uh, an all cotton and we felt that that all cotton breaks down in washing and we didn't want that to be a part of our mantra. We wanted to keep a, a very positive outlook on the fact that we want products to wear well and wash well when they when it's a price, uh, elegantly priced product. So the, the day shift continues to do well. And then we added the night shift last year, which was a, a great uh, combination of a micro nylon and poly that feels like a silk but has the attributes of our power shift that it's a moisture wicking, comfortable product that you could wear under a tux or a suit or any kind of date night, um, you know, look that you're going to be wearing that has a, maybe a tighter fit. As you know, most of the, the suits that are being made today are the custom suit businesses uh, prospering very well. So we had to find something that fits under those that fits nice and snug, but not so comfortable that it pinches and becomes a problem for people because of our Joey pouch. Jack, just a couple more before I let you go. And we've talked an awful lot about Ricky, but let our listeners know you got a lot of other brand ambassadors out there beyond Ricky Fowler. We do. And uh, we're very blessed to have uh, those calls on a weekly basis uh, where the agents of all these players who have worn our product swear by it so much. They call them and, uh, you know, we, we've added some ambassadors um, like Robbie Gould recently. And uh, we have Patrick Peterson. We talked to at, at Arizona Cardinals, uh, he did a, uh, a YouTube video with us, not even knowing about it. Um, Joe Looney from the Cowboys absolutely loves the product. But we've got uh, 17 NFL teams and 70 major colleges who buy our product um, when they get free underwear from other major brands, but they prefer to wear ours. So that's a pretty strong statement in the industry. We are very proud of that, and we continue to uh, find other agents and, and people who are interested in becoming an ambassador. We still have, you know, the... The NHL guys, the NBA guys are all on board. 
Um, so it grows and it's growing every day. And we're a little, uh, a little more picky about just adding that as an ambassador and feature them if they're not going to be able to help us, uh, tell the social media world through Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, um, what it's all about and why they wear the product and why they love it. So it's been, it's been a good uh, relationship with all the ambassadors we presently have. And you can get, uh, not everyone, but uh, many college uh, around the waistband, right? You've got a lot of the different colleges that uh, that you guys uh, can go out and buy and have uh, your uh, your favorite college uh, football team or basketball team, whatever, uh, right there on the uh, on the two under uh, underwear as well, right? Yes, that's correct. We added the NC2A line last year. Um, we have 26 schools presently um, that are part of the the dossier of uh, college uh, products. Um, we, the target audience is the demographics, of course, is definitely the alumni, but, um, because it's a, a demographic for us that goes from 12 to 91, we're, we're bringing everybody into the fold and the mix so the tailgating parties, the kids on campus or the dads and, uh, and the brothers of the, of the people who are in school who are just uh, rabid fans. I mean, you've got, you, you get down to Tennessee and we've got the checkerboard waistband and both, both a black brief and an orange, Tennessee orange, of course, it has to be. Uh, University of Texas seems to be one of our better sellers. Has uh, got a, a great fan base. Michigan, Michigan State continue to grow. We added Penn State, North Carolina this year. Um, we have USC. We've got Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, of course, Ricky's alumni. Um, so we got the Pokes in there too. So it's been fun. It allows the uh, the consumers to have some fun with it. It's become a great gift item, um, definitely for the people who are are big fans. Jack, let our listeners know again how they can stay up to date with all the great things the brand is doing. Follow you guys, whether it's online or it's on social media. Okay, well, you can any day you can go to www.2undr.com. You'll see everything on there. We've uh, just launched a brand new website. Um, they can see all the ambassadors and all the things that we're doing and all the different products. And, of course, uh, we have our, our own 2under Instagram uh, club. Get onto the Instagram page, look up two under, and you will see um, that there's a club you can join. And we have uh, a little swag bag there that we give away. Uh, we always looking for a weekly uh, winner there, uh, both on Twitter and Instagram, on a weekly contest. And uh, we're always trying to let people know what we're doing. It's new there. You'll see a lot of launches there also. Well, Jack, I can't thank you enough for coming back on the show. You're uh... You're a great guest, a valued partner, and uh, it's uh, always a lot of fun getting to hear where the brand is going and some of the new things that you guys are coming out with. So hopefully we get an opportunity to catch up with you again real soon. In between now and then, all my best to uh, to you, your family, and everyone there at Two Under. Chris, thanks very much for having us. We we value our partnership and the opportunity to speak with you uh, often about Two Under, and we, we appreciate all the things that you do for us. Thank you very much, my friend. Take care, Jack. We'll catch up soon. Have a good evening. Thanks very much. See you, Jack. That's a great Jack Curry. Again, two under, the number two, UNDR.com is the website. On the T20 is a, a coupon code to get you 20% off your uh, your next purchase. And I'm telling you, folks, and I mean it with all sincerity, like, uh, like I said at the top of the show, I used the product first and then reached out to Jack to see if we couldn't work out something to have them as part of the show. Because again, I mean, the, the underwear, I mean, the, the materials are soft. They, they feel good. You put them on and then they just, you know, fit you like a glove. And again, the, the part of the great thing about it is the fact that, you know, when you're playing golf and, you know, for those of you that are, that know what it's like to have uncomfortable underwear on when you're playing golf, you're, you're adjusting yourself, you're pulling it up, you're doing this, that, and the other thing. 
it, it, you know, first of all, it's embarrassing to do it on like uh, every time you're about to swing the club. And then on top of that, it's, it's just, you know, it puts your mind on something else. It doesn't need to be on when you're playing. So from that standpoint, you know, the underwear is fantastic. From the standpoint of you, when you, if you're, if you're a runner, you, you know, you're someone who walks all the time and you're at the office and you're up and down all day long. You don't have to adjust yourself. I mean, yeah, the two under underwear, like uh, one of the things that Jack said, you know, about Ricky is the fact that you don't feel like you got it on. That's great, right? You don't want to have to think about your underwear throughout the day, and two under doesn't make you do that. Now, the other piece that I love about the brand is is the long underwear piece, and it's starting to get cool here in Atlanta. So, and I know what it's like for for all of our friends, you know, that are that are north of us. Part of the thing that um, that the long underwear lets you do is if you're in, a, in an office where you know you're not allowed to have space heaters, you got a lot of windows, and the cold radiates in. Well, I put those things on, and I'm warm, and I don't have to worry about being cold in my office all day long. So now that they're adding the hooded T-shirts and and some of the other you know long sleeve stuff that they've got available, they're coming out with better loungewear now. Jack talked about the shorts and the pants. Boy, this is this is a brand that's going to cover you from head to toe, no matter what the situation is. This is fantastic stuff. So glad to have Jack. I'm glad to have Two Under as a part of the show. And uh, like I say, look forward to hearing about all the great stuff that they've got coming out. And I'm sure there's going to be something great coming out around time for the, the PGA Merchandise Show. So hopefully we get an opportunity to catch up with Jack then. This segment of the show was sponsored by our friends at Golf Pride. In golf, light grip pressure releases power. Golf Pride engineered a secret that pros know. A larger, lower hand encourages lighter pressure. Plus 4 technology is designed with four additional layers, which reduces tension in the lower hand to generate more power. Play Plus 4 and release the secret pros know. Now available on Tour Velvet. The winningest grip on Tour. Grip confidence. Grip Golf Pride. Now back with me on the French Lick Resort guest line is Srixon, Cleveland Golf, and Zexio Territory Manager and Class A Teaching Professional, Perry French. Along with all of that, He's also a weekly partner with my good friend Matthew Lawrence on his show Backspin Golf, which you guys hear me talking about every week here on the show and over social media. It's my regular weekly Sunday morning, 8.03 a.m. tea time. You can hear Perry sharing his insights and playing lessons during the first segment of that show every week. And like I mentioned at the top of the show, it's some of the best weekend and week out information and tips that you're going to hear anywhere. And I'm very grateful to have him back with me again tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Perry, thanks for coming back on the show. Hey, good evening, Chris. How you been? Ah, fantastic. Thank you. So, Perry, last time we got to spend some time together, it was following Shane Lowry's win at the Open Championship. Obviously a big win for him and the Strixon brand. Now you've got Jerry Kelly out there playing tremendous golf on the Champions Tour. He picked up his third win uh, last week at the SAS Championship. He's now second in the Charles, uh, Charles Schwab points heading into the playoff. And you back that up with Miguel and Hel Jimenez, who's playing the tricks on ball as well. Boy, you guys are on a tremendous roll. Uh, you're exactly right. It's been a, it's been pretty fun uh, to see the, our our tour players, you know, put some uh, some serious playing uh, scores on the board each week and, and competing to win tournaments. And, yeah, Jerry Kelly, kind of a you know uh, a guy who's just continues to uh, out there in the senior tour as well, but he just he plays well. He shows up and he's he's just tough to beat that guy and. Uh, uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, Shane Lauer, we just re-signed him. That was the big news this past week from Shrixon and, and parent company that uh, they've re-signed him for another five years to uh, continue to play the product, which was exciting. And, yeah, on top of that, we had Hannah Green win the, 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 P, the KPGA uh, event. Um, 
so the championship there. So we've she, and she won again. So we've had wins on all three tours um, across the across the major landscape there, and it's been a been a pretty fun year to say the least. No doubt. And, you know, I, I want to spend a lot of time tonight talking about the brands and, and the technologies and yeah. what you guys are doing and the things you got coming up. And, and I want to start by talking about the golf balls. And you know what a big fan of the yellow Z star I am. And I'm mm-hmm. starting to have an infatuation mm-hmm. with the new soft field, the new bright balls, right? I mean, boy, those things look right. fantastic as well. And so I want to talk about, you know, those golf balls and really, and we talked a little bit about this last time. But just because Shane Lowry's out playing the Z-Star doesn't mean it's the right one for us. So talk about the, some of the new technology yeah. you have in the golf balls and then really uh, the best way for us to determine how we're playing the right golf ball for our swings. Well, yeah, then that's, that's just it. There's the, each golf ball in, in our lineup, certainly uh, the, the different models from Z-Star and, and within Z-Star, the microband DXV series of that golf ball. You know, that's the technologies for the, with a with a urethane cover and, and a three piece construction in the Z Star and four piece construction in the XV, those two golf balls dynamically, for the best players of the game, the higher speed players have different playing properties, and that's what's you know that's where you start right there at the top of the game. So you've got a a Shane Lowry, you've got a a Jerry Kelly. These two guys uh, both are great players, but they don't hit the golf ball the same way. They don't have the same kind of speed and create the same kind of spins. So within that category of player, we still have a golf ball that needs to fit their needs for the most part. One thing that most people don't realize is that if you do buy a golf ball, when you do choose to play golf ball, there's, sometimes there's always a trade-off. Oh, I want my golf ball for distance. Okay, great. Well, if you're going strictly for distance, that might mean you're going to get a little less feel or spin around the green. That's the trade-off. Conversely, if you're looking for more spin and control, then you might give up uh, some distance because there's a little bit more spin on your full swing shots. That's the the thing that you try to weave through in choosing a golf ball to fit your game and, and maximize your performance. I think for the tour players, of course, we have all the testing numbers and how that ball is totally spinning and launching and com- performing from their driver all the way down to their wedge, right? And that's what they're doing. They're dialing in each of those groups of shots. Um, for us as as the lay player, we maybe don't get a chance to sit there and and go on TrackMan weekly to really find out what's going on. You basically test by trial, right? You see how the ball flies, see how it feels, and those are the type of things that kind of make you decide whether to choose that ball or not. And I think if you if you look at how most players should buy a golf ball, they should start with their driver speed. That's kind of the first marker to go by. And if your driver speed is somewhere between you know 90 and 100, Golf balls with a little less compression are going to help you in the first category, and that's the that's the feel category, but also the spin category. Okay, and most of us, if you look at your drivers, the typical miss shot does what? It kind of balloons up and either fades off to the right, mostly of the time, or if it it'll, it'll fall off to the left in a, in a low hook. Well, that's an impact of how the club struck the ball. And that's going to impart that spin on the golf ball. So if you're not center striking the ball most of the time, you're going to have some type of side spin. And so for most of us, we need a golf ball that spins a little less to reduce those side spin shots and those, you know, the spraying of the golf ball, if you will. Also on those ones with the back spins too much, that's where the ball lands up in the sky and just falls out and lands on the fairway and just goes two feet when it lands. That's a spinning golf ball for that player. Find yourself moving down the line from a Z Star, Z Star XV. When your speed's in that, you know, 90, 85 to 95, 100 mile an hour category tops, go into that Q star or Q star tour 
or you've got a 70 compression, 78 compression golf ball that'll, that'll spin less because of the softer, um, compression or what is basically the, the design of the court. Softer in the center and it gets a little stiffer. That's where most players need to probably find it. Now, if you're a player who hits the ball with 100 miles an hour to 120 like tour players, then yes, sir, you should probably be somewhere in that Z star, Z star XV category, depending on what your preference, preference is for spin and feel. But for you and I, Matthew, we need to be somewhere down that, you know, we're in that 90 to 95 category, probably at best. If we get up to 100, we're probably swinging outside of our shoes. So, um, we want to use a golf ball that's going to give us, give us a little bit more control on our misses, right? That's the key thing. I think that's where players struggle. They say, Oh, I want a ball that spins. Well, that's great. But all of a sudden that 15 yard dispersion becomes 20 to 25 yards and you're not in this, in the shorter and crooked. So that's not where we want to hit drives. So start with your driver for most players. That's the best way to evaluate it. But then as you work through the bag, your iron playing down into your, your wedge play, you know, what, what the golf ball feels like. So we, we make golf balls to really match up with players, not just their speed, but also their skills. And uh, that's where I think you, you see all the way down to the soft feel, which, again, that 60 compression is for players with slower clubhead speed, but also who who want the ball to spin a lot less on every shot. They don't want that ball to be climbing and falling out of the sky. They want it to land and go forward and roll, even on their chips and pitches. There's a lot of players. Uh, we, we were having a discussion last week with some guys and said, look, and how many times when you play around a golf, at the end of the day, do you say, I hit pin high or past the pin with my approach shots? Answer that question yourself, Chris. I mean, it, you just, it doesn't happen that often. Most of the right. time, you're coming up short of the pin. And that's where most players make the mistake, whether it's not taking enough club, but also the ball is not releasing when it lands or it's, you know, it's spinning too much and coming up that half a club to a full club short. And if you can have a golf ball that lands and releases, well, you probably have a pretty good chance that the ball Getting to the cup, and the last I last I knew, if the ball doesn't get to the cup, it doesn't have a chance of going in the hole. You know, so we have <laughs> right. that ball to release. Most most of us are playing a golf ball that's just not releasing and getting to the cup, and that's when you go down soft field with soft field bright for some fun colors to play with this matte finished golf ball that you're mentioning at the top of the show. It's it's just helps get that visual performance so you can see the ball through and identify your ball is a lot more fun. Uh, we, we jokingly say it's a little bit like playing mini golf. You know, you're out there today, you're the red ball, I'm the orange ball, and he's the, what, the green ball. So it's, <laughs> it's fun, it makes golf more fun. We, we need to make golf more fun, but also too, it's visual, it's easy to, it's easy to follow the golf ball on the course, and certainly when you can get around the green. But soft field ball delivers a lot of performance for a really good, good value at $20 a dozen. That keeps the ball in play, it's durable, it, it'll take, it'll take some hits, it won't, it won't scuff up too easily. And by the same token, it will release when you land. That's the trade-off. So in the soft core, helps match up your speeds. And again, most most golfers are in that, I'll say, 85 to 95 range. Um, and anytime you're lower than that, then you de- definitely better play a softer golf ball, uh, softer core golf ball to match your speed. So I'd start there. The rest is kind of player preference on feel. And then, you know, of course, price is always a factor, too. Well, and Perry, you make a really good point because I think if we're measuring and we know what our, our uh, driver head speed is or our driver swing right. speed is, I think we get an idea when we're on the range and if we, if we hit a couple of golf balls to feel like, you know, hey, what's the behavior of the golf ball? So the, the softer feel, all of that makes 100% sense. I think where we also don't try to figure out the right characteristic, and this is what you mentioned a moment ago, is, you know, chipping and putting. Right. The ball is going to act right. differently depending on how it is and the compression and all of that for its right. behavior when we're just off the green or we're hitting a little, 
chipper pitch shots. I think that's another great point that we're not taking into consideration. What is the ball going to do on those shots? Right. And, and, and again, playing the same kind of golf ball, whether you play a tour golf ball and a urethane covered ball or and move down into a blended cover ball, uh, like the, like the Q star, the soft field, those golf balls are, are, are a little firmer cover, cover, a little thicker cover, and they will not spin or grab as much as the urethane golf ball by design, right? That's part of the, the feature and the play of the golf ball. So it's best to kind of stay with that golf ball. I always get a kick out of people when we play scramble. They say, oh, I want to play a hard golf ball off the tee so I can hit a long way, but around the green, I'll, I'm going to chip and putt with. And I say, well, that's, you know, in theory, maybe okay, but if you don't use that golf ball on either one of those shots all the time, you really don't understand how the characteristics of the golf ball are because by playing with the same kind of golf ball all the time, you understand how it chips and releases or if it checks and stops. And if you're changing the golf ball type from tee to green and green to tea and then to the green, you're going to not have the consistency that you should have. And, and again, most of my amateur players in pro-am events, while they're fun to play with, they really don't have that much time to play a lot of golf and be really dialed in. So you shouldn't be changing your golf ball from tee to green and not into the green because it's, it's, uh, it's just not the easy thing to control. So that would be my recommendation. Play the same golf ball you play every day to play golf in just because it's a scramble. And, and, and make your regular swing. Don't make a scramble swing, right? Kids, just, just make a good swing and don't try to overpower the ball. Or, you know, if you can right. only hit a 250-yard drive at best, and that's all you're going to hit. Don't try to hit the 300-yard drive, you know. So uh, it's uh, right. it's fun to the, the scramble mentality does change, doesn't it? We get ourselves kind of thinking that all of a sudden Indeed. we cut the corner that we never, you know. So uh, just try to stay in your <laughs> stay in your lane, right? Stay in your game. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, Barry. Let's move over and talk good. about the Cleveland brand and talk about your new launcher irons and fairway woods and uh, mm. starting out with the irons. Talk about the, you know, the UHX launcher irons and the combo right. set of hollow and cavity back irons and how those can help our games. Yeah, that's a, that's a technology that, that Cleveland Golf has really taken the, you know, kind of our, it's our uh, proprietary uh, design that started with, which was the HB, the Highboard Club years ago. And it was uh, basically taking the head, the iron head, and we'll call it an iron hybrid, if you will, but it's a, Instead of using cavity back where we cut out that material and push it to the peripheral, they actually just make a full construction hollow head, much like you would you see in a metal wood, right? There's this, it's a, it's a shell and the, the center of gravity can be managed much, much more greater by having this hollow area to, to move and create a performance. And that's what we do with the HB launcher iron. And now we've introduced the new UHX, which is the ultimate hybrid extreme and a hollow extreme, and that gives that player a progressive set. So what that means is in the long irons, the three, four, and five primarily, those are players, those are clubs that typically need players have trajectory help with. They need to get the golf ball in the air. That's where they typically are deficient. So by using the hollow construction, we manage the center of gravity, provide a little bit wider sole for playability, but also to get that CG as deep as possible and low. And that launches the ball in the air for you. So if you're hitting a five iron to the green, most people complain is, yeah, I finally hit the green with a five iron, but it came in at a trajectory. The ball just ran through off the back of the green. Yeah, that's, that is a problem. And so what the way to combat that is to get the golf ball in a better or initial launch or higher trajectory. So then it does land on the green. It has a chance to be fairly close to where it lands and not roll off the back of the green. So hollow construction delivers that in an iron type product head. So you get to control the look but you also get the trajectory that you really need when you're playing those longer approach shots. As we move through the set, we get to the 7-iron. That's where the hollow construction stops. 
and then uh, at the seven iron, and then the eight nine of pitching wedge are we'll call it a traditional cavity back style golf club. And again, that boosts a little bit of the weight to the peripheral, so your off center shots are a lot more uh, distance, uh, consistent distance, and the, the overall trajectory you get because you have more loft, the eight nine of pitching wedge. You don't need additional weight and or CG positioning to help launch the ball. You want to be able to, quite frankly, manage that launch, that trajectory. You want to keep the golf ball from flying too high. And, of course, if you have to hit a knockdown shot, you want to be able to, to knock it down and keep it, you know, a little bit lower trajectory. So it's a progressive or a blended set, as you mentioned. It's very neat. It has a lot of the traditional top-line views in the playing position, but also that technology that we're, we're kind of known for from the launcher iron, and now it's in this UHX iron. So we've kind of melded to it. The launcher iron continues to be a great product for players who just need trajectory and forgiveness. It delivers that on all all, all player levels. Most of those players, are we find, have a little slower club head speed and, again, don't have as much trajectory that they need when, they, when they're playing the game. As we move over to UHX, this could fit a lot more players because of the the profile, but also the management of, of center of gravity within the set. So it, it actually lets the player control that trajectory throughout the set from long irons to the short irons. So it's a really neat product story. Um, Cleveland Golf has taken the approach that we're going to build products for players who need and want enhanced performance. This is not a product that's built from a tour player profile. We do that with Strixon. We build the product line that starts at the top of the pyramid, best players of the game, and work the product into how they want the golf club to look, how they want the golf club to feel, and, of course, how they want to be able to manage the trajectory. We do that with the three models from the Z Fords, the 785 and the 585 irons, and that player can pick and choose within that set of irons how those trajectories can be accomplished. In Cleveland, we're building products for you and I to get out there and have a better game, a lot more performance, and fit basically our deficiencies. And it's been a really neat two kind of a two-pronged strategy with those two. And, of course, the third strategy is over here with, with our Zexio brand where we're really talking more about ultra, ultra lightweight for players in a you know slower speed category. So it's a, it's a good, it's a really neat product. you got to get out and hit them. They just launched about the 1st of October. So they're in, they're in the shops nowadays. They're out there for people to try. So if you're looking for something to see how that works, I'd give you, I'd give you a recommendation to go out and give them a try. So let's stay in that in that category. You mentioned higher trajectory, and the, and the launcher fairway yeah. woods have a very unique crown and a, and a kind of a low profile, at least to my eye. Talk about the sure. technology in those woods, because I think a lot of places where players like you and me and and, and the you know average amateur struggles right. is especially if we're going to be hitting a three wood off the deck, you know, getting that exactly. ball into the air, launching it, and getting some trajectory so that uh, that lands a little softer and then releases. No, this is this is all you're you're 100 right, Chris. This is where, where the product line continues to evolve, and and, and we're managing the, the the product's center of gravity. That that lower profile that you mentioned in the playing position, you know, when you set that down behind the ball, it gives a, a, a we'll call it a little bit more confident look at the at the setup. So you want something that you look like you can launch the ball. Thus, the name I would say we launch your name kind of signifies what we're trying to create for that player. Launching that ball into a good trajectory, so that when when it does land. You have control where it lands. Um, the key thing here that we've done with launchers, that crown that you talked about, that, that the depressed crown that is part of high board technology, by taking the crown down, it does it allows us to make the club a little deeper in its center of gravity setup so that the, the back of the head is further from the face of the head. So that gives us a chance to do what? Launch the ball faster, launch the ball higher, 
thus giving you a better chance of taking that ball from off the turf into a better, you know, into an easier position. Most players, when you put the ball on the turf, it's a whole new ball game. Off the tee, yeah, it's great. And anytime you get a chance to tee it up, tee it up. But uh, when you're using a hybrid iron, a hybrid uh, metal or the fairway club, you want that that ball to be able to get in the air as quickly as possible, that initial trajectory, and and that's what both the 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 new Halo hybrid uh, three, four, and five, or the new the, the new launcher fairways of fifteen degree and an eighteen degree fairway will do for you. But uh, yeah, when you get into the three wood at fifteen degrees aloft, it's uh, it takes a lot of skill to hit a three wood off the deck. Don't don't people don't uh, don't kid yourself. It's not an easy thing to do and. Um, a lot of players would be better served just using a five wood. That three degrees of difference is a huge playable difference. And if you took them and hit them both side by side, you would probably find that the five wood or the 18 degree goes just as far as that three wood because of that initial trajectory and probably a little bit more control over it too. Let's talk uh, a little bit about wedge play. And, you know, I've been a big fan of the <laughs> Cleveland wedges for a long time. Those RT X4 wedges. Certainly uh, mm-hmm. celebrated this year as uh, winning gold on the uh, on the Golf Digest hot list. But I think a part of the, the thing that uh, most of us struggle with when we're picking up a wedge, I mean, there are different grinds, there are different bounces. Mm-hmm. We really got to know what our swings are like before we understand which wedge is right for our game. Give us a, a sure. couple of hints or tips for how we yeah. know which one of those things we need in our wedge play. Well, uh, again, we're, we're looking at trying to identify where – in the RTX 4 series where most of the best players want the golf club to perform through the turf. So the turf interaction is how the grind or the sole configuration comes into play. So we have, basically we have three standard type of grinds. We have what they call a low, a mid, and a full. And those three fit most all player types. We do have the high, the extreme low in the 58 and 60 degree lofts. These are very these are very highly skilled players who are using this club who do not have that, uh, we'll call it that tendency to hit the ball fat, okay? Bounce or, or grind creates a lot more playability through the turf. So the minute we take those angles and make them very low, low, low bounce and extremely low bounce, you're building a, a, a contrast with the turf. So the turf is always in play on every shot, right? So you've got to figure out how to get the club to work through that turf condition and allow you the best consistency. If you're a player who does not take Mets divot or no divot at all, meaning we call you a slider, that club is never going to really do anything but to scrape the top of the surface, you will play or can play a low ground grind wedge or an extreme low, depending on what you're looking for in that high lofted category. This is for a player who takes no divot, the club slides, and quite frankly, you have to be highly skilled to do that, okay? Most of us are going to take some type of divot when we're hitting our wedge shots. So that's where we build the mid-grind. That's going to give us a little bit of playability in in that, that tight shot where the ball's sitting on a tight lie off the turf, but mostly going to give us a lot of playability when it's off that the grassy lie, the, the, the scruffy lie in the rough, and certainly out of the bunker. When you play golf courses that are very lush, like we have up here, mostly in Kentucky and further north, a little more soft and most of the time, you might find yourself be better served with a full grind. That's going to be your higher bounce wedge with a little wider sole that will keep the club from digging. That's what bounce does. It helps that player get the club as it enters the turf and keeps it from grabbing and taking a big piece of sod before you hit the shot and lay it over it. You want that club to continue to move through it. And so 
you have to kind of identify that again through a through a, a fitting certainly your your golf professional who works with you yourself just hitting you can hit the three different wedges in a demo uh, when we do event days you can see how those things interact like I tell most players you may think you're a low or or a shallow swing player and that's for the, when that ball's sitting on a perfect, you know, zoysia fairway. But when that ball starts changing its position, when you go to a different golf course and it starts sitting down in the ground and it's in a little tighter lie, all of a sudden you get a little steep. Well, that's where bounce comes in and that's where the grind comes in. So you have to really be careful of how, how much you bite off in that, in that low grind uh, scenario there because it's very, very much that leading edge comes into play and brings a lot of that contact with the turf that will cause a lot of inconsistencies. We recommend for most players, of course, we just introduced new CBX2. We found that the, the most or a mid-bounce to plus mid-bounce is going to work for most players just because it gives you the extra little bit of pre-impact. If you're just a little bit behind, it keeps the club moving forward and less less leading-edge dig. You know, uh, again, this is a skill thing, right? If you're highly skilled, you want to maximize your performance and you hit a lot of practice wedges, then you can probably find the the low grind works for you, but for most players, the mid to full are going to give you that kind of performance. And it's really trial and error for a lot of players. Um, but we certainly do that in fitting when we get people out there on the driving range and, and working around the short game areas. And Perry, a moment ago, you mentioned the, the Zexio brand it's a, as a lighter mm-hmm. and it helps mm-hmm. us with swing speed and that sort of thing. So for those of us that are, you know, approaching or at Champions Tour age and we don't have a, a <laughs> swing speed of a hundred miles an hour plus, the Zexio brand seems like a good fit for us. Talk about that brand and what it's suited for. Yeah, again, here was, this is player specific, right? We're really focusing in on uh, the building a product for the, the we call moderate swing speed players. Players who are uh, it really has nothing to do with your age. Um, it has everything to do with how you strike the golf ball with the speed of your swing. And while it's true that as we get older, we start losing some of those power forces in our swing, our angle, or we don't have quite as much wrist wrist hinge, we don't have as much wrist and arm strength, and we lose some of those uh, principles that we had younger, as we were younger. But the design is basically taking ultra-lightweight technology, taking uh, the materials that make up the resins that make up a shaft and putting them in from 50 to 60 grams down to 39 to 42 gram categories and really creating this not just a lightweight shaft, because it's easy to build something light, but typically what happens is when it gets light, it gets really brittle. We don't want that. Most of us need, uh, the, in that player category, need some type of flex in the shaft and some torque to help get the golf club to help straighten out those impacts that are mishit. Feel what we do primarily with Zexia was take that lightweight, and we've added weight plus to this new technology to actually counterbalance or pull the, the, the way the shaft bounces up towards the hands. What this does is it allows the player to create more shaft or wrist hinge and shaft retention throughout the swing or shaft load, and that creates power. That coupled with the lighter weight technology, we have increased speed, so we have a little bit more power source with the, with the wrist angle and the load factor in the shaft, and we have more speed. Those things equate to more distance, easier distance, quite frankly, and this is the thing with, with, with Zexio brand. Players who who will benefit best by it are ones who are losing distance, but quite frankly, aren't able to keep their speeds up in in their in their swings from swing to swing, but with from round to round and from year to year. That's where you you find the benefit and the least amount of difference that you can have in your swing from from swing A to swing B 
all the way to swing Z is going to give you the most consistency. Um, I think we're as best told by our, our, our technical engineer who said, here's, here's what it's like. If someone said you're going to pick up a 20-pound weight 50 to 100 times during the course of a four-hour round of golf, or, or a 15-pound weight 100, uh, 50 to 100 times during a round of golf, how are you going to feel at the end of that round of golf? Well, the 15-pound weights, you're going to feel a lot better. That's the key thing. You're just not going to have as much strain, as much energy expended. So you should have more energy as the round goes on and also probably more able to be consistent swinging that 15-pound weight versus that 20-pound weight. And that's what Zexio brand does. It delivers a unique experience for that player who typically is a little bit more tired at the end of the round. When you're older, unfortunately, you just don't have as much energy. So there's a benefit to you. Also, if you want to play four days a week instead of two because you're not as tired, there's another benefit for you. So swinging lighter golf clubs makes sense, but it's not for everybody. Players with high club head speed, you know, that's, they're not going to design with the, the counterbalance point. It's not going to create the, the type of control they want. They can hit them a long ways, but they won't have the control. So that's where you have to kind of flow through the sets of, of uh, what is a Zexio player into a Cleveland player and then into a Strixon player. So that's the three kind of brands uh, tying their uh, performance. Because there's good stuff. There's lightweight stuff in Cleveland. It's not quite as light as the, uh, the Zexio brand. But, you know, you've got to kind of find where you where it fits in, into your, not just your game, but also your pocketbook. Because Zexio is an expensive brand that's designed with a lot of technology, uh, kind of a no-holds-barred mentality on design and materials. And um, it does deliver on performance, but there's also, you know, again, it's in the higher price category from a um, from a retail standpoint. But neat stuff. It's uh, something you should experience if you're out there looking for more distance and you're in that uh, champions tour age, as you said. <laughs> I would give it a try. <laughs> yeah. Barry, I think one of the areas that uh, that we don't, when we talk about fitting and getting fit for your club, an area that uh, is often left uh, unthought of is the putter. And there's a lot of great uh, new putting technology. Cleveland's got some really cool stuff with the with the frontline putters. Talk about the new technology that can help us be more consistent and make more putts. Uh, that is that is so true. Um, we've we've spent these probably the last what uh, twenty some years in technology, seeing how the raising the COR to you know, to the maximum of point eight three zero, and of course the the limit to the size of the head driver to four sixty uh, CCs. The putter seems to be the one piece of the puzzle. While we see lots of different shapes and styles, that it has hasn't been the one that people are really migrating to to improve their game. And you and I both know that if we can improve your short game, that's a, that's the first place to start and probably the quickest way to start. And the putter lines that are out there, not just ours, there's some great putters out there from other companies. The technology that's going into putter design is really really key. And you mentioned the frontline putter; it's our brand new product that just launched. And basically what we've done with Frontline is three technologies in one. The first one was we've taken tungsten weights and put them on the face of the putter. What this has done is it's moved the center of gravity, obviously, very forward. And by having the CG forward, it stabilizes the face on impact. So the face has got a higher moment of inertia. It won't re- it'll resist twisting. And so if you mishit it off the center, the club face will twist a whole lot less. That's a good thing because when we're talking about mishitting putts a quarter inch off center, on a 15-foot putt, that's a miss. Whereas if you miss a driver a quarter inch off center, it's still in play and you're probably going to have a good drive. So the second piece of the technology is what they call soft, S-O-F-T. It's, it's speed-optimized face technology. It's a grooved 
space insert that actually helps by the by the types of grooves, the width of grooves, that helps the ball stay rolling. Again, when you don't quite hit it flush, dead center. It's just as important to hit a putter dead center as it is a driver. So don't forget that when you're looking to buy a putter. And then the third piece of the puzzle is 2135 sight line, which is 21.35 millimeters. That is the actual radius of a golf ball. So the sight line that sits on top of the putter bisects the golf ball right through the middle. This gives the player a better visual when setting up to line up their putt, whether it's a left or right, right to left or a straight putt. Your eyes, ideally, you want to get them to to focus right on top of the sight line. Most players have a tendency to let their eyes drift to the inside, but some also have a tendency to have their eyes drift to the outside of that sight line. When that happens, your tendency is, if, you're, if your eyes are outside the sight line, is to pull the ball. If your eyes are on the inside of that sight line, is to push the ball. So by having this sight line in that 2135, it keeps you from drifting left or right, and that's going to help you just with getting the ball started on the intended line of putt. So three technologies in one. Um, most players, even the best players, uh, well, Scotty Cameron is the most known probably on tour, and most people who follow golf would, would say, oh, it's the best putter on tour. And, and listen, Scotty's made a lot of great putters. He uses fine materials, and that's what makes those putters in that premium category. But those players are good putters, okay? They practice a lot. They are the top of the game, and they want the maximum amount of feel and performance. If you're not practicing and putting a lot, you need a putter that gives you some forgiveness when you are putting, and that's where you should move through the different models out there. And you see a lot now, many tour players are putting with, uh, we'll call them the bat wing putters, the, the spider. They're, they're putting with these higher moment of inertia putters and, and these, these putters that are really more forgiving, quite frankly. And that's where if, if a Dustin Johnson or, or Justin Thomas is using a, a high moment of inertia putter, maybe you and I should be using that kind of putter. You know, <laughs> well, getting, you know, don't be using a blade putter. Don't be using that ping, you know, offset answer style putter or the Scotty Cameron. Those are those are tough. Those are great looking putters, but they're not very forgiving if your if your stroke isn't in that type of mode, highly consistent. So when you're looking for a putter, I mean, uh, the other thing is face balance versus a quarter toe hang. Matthew and I had this discussion. And I'm sure um, if we follow his crazy story with him, where he we I fit him for this front line putter. And he thought he was a square-to-square, what we call a pendulum-style putter, right, back and forth. Well, it turns out he actually is an inside-to-square to back-to-inside or an arc-type putter. He, you know, And so we put him in the putter that had the quarter-toe hang, and all of a sudden he's hitting more solid putts, and the ball is going online, and, and he's had a hellacious start to this, to this using this new putter. He, he documented uh, you know, some rounds with me, you know, sending me texts and how he's making these putts from different you know, different lengths, and then he even got to the point where he, he videoed the uh, the morning round where he had the, the ball had the, the dew line to trace from where he was standing and it went in the cup, which, you know, that's pretty cool that he, you know, you could see the track with that ball and it was 40 feet away. You know, that's, uh, those are things that when you can make those kind of putts once in a round, holy cow, but uh, to be more consistent is what everybody wants with their game, and with the putter game, it's really, really important, and uh, I don't think there's a club that we use our, in our golf bag more than the putter, although we'd like to use it a lot less. Um, you know, it's a, it's a putter that, you know, it's a product that you're going to have to really take more time with the people, I think, for a lot, a lot of parts don't do that. They kind of jump right to the driver and, you know, they're worried about how they drive the ball. And quite frankly, it's, you know, drive for show and right. putt for dough. And that's the same, it's the same thing on the PJ Tour week in, week out. 
that 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 player who's got his putter going, he typically is the one who's cashing the biggest check. So you're telling me I need to put my bullseye putter away? I don't need to use that one anymore? Yes, yes, I do, my friend. (laughs) If you truly still have a bullseye putter, yes, we need to send you a frontline putter. Uh, We just got to figure out which one fits you best because there's four models. There's a quarter toe hang and there's the face balance putter. So uh, I'd love to do that to give you a chance to to try the putter. But we got to figure out which one fits you best because, again, if if you don't need a face balance putter, then you, that's not going to give you the best performance. So there is a difference. Um, and if somehow you can get your way to find that out, I'd be glad to get you one to try because uh, Matthew was certainly enjoying his, that. that's for sure. Yeah. The other piece that we, that uh, I don't think we understand enough about is not just for, you know, which style of face you mentioned the four different models, yeah. but there's also mm-hmm. different types of shafts, right? I mean, every shaft isn't the same, you know. Talk about how the style of shaft and the style of the putter face makes a difference in how we make our putts. Well, you know, the, the shaft is the energy transfer, right? It's the connecting piece of the puzzle, whether, you know, the driver shaft, iron shaft, they're, they're all, the shaft is a very important piece of the puzzle. Uh, it permeates field to the player. So um, when you're making, when you're designing a putter, there's two really factors that are important. It's not so much the flex of a shaft because in a putter, there's not much flexing that goes on unless you're trying to hit a putter from 30 yards away, which, you know, a Texas wedge every now and again is probably a good play. But for the <laughs> most part, flexing isn't real important in shafts. So what, what is important? Weight, the weight of the shaft and the materials that, that are used in it, you know, whether it's a lightweight steel, graphite. Uh, we're seeing a mixture now of these, uh, of, of graphite and, and steel shafts uh, together um, to create Again, balance points. How that putter is balanced is what they're doing with the shaft and shaft materials. Um, I, I, I can't get too technical because it is very technical for, from my standpoint, but there is a variance in how that, the shaft performs for that, for the way the head's designed. So if you have a larger or a heavier headed putter, you want a different, you want a, you want a lighter weight shaft. And conversely, if you have a lighter weight putter, you want a heavier headed shaft or heavier shaft. Um, and again, in technical design, swinging that putter and trying to create the amount of feel, you know, what your, what your definition of feel is in your, your, your mind's eye is different than what mine is. So while we can both hit the same putter, it can pre- create a different feel to each one of us. And that's what we're, that's what they're trying to accomplish with design. They're trying to match up feel with the head style and the weight of the club, the overall weight. Um, and that's the challenge that, um, as a golfer, that you have to find um, in this, in just every product line, but certainly putters is very much because it's a feel, feel generated, uh, you know, stroke. It's it's uh, there's more. It's it's the slowest stroke you make. Um, it's the one that uh, has the most. Uh, we'll call it the most feedback that you can truly feel on the putter face when you when you where you hit it. I I would guess a lot of people while they can tell when they miss it a drive certainly because of the ball flight but they probably couldn't tell the difference in what it would be a quarter inch off, off off center because of the design of the golf club but by just the way it's you know the players just aren't, aren't that conscious but you take a putter and start missing it a quarter inch offline and people will start saying "Ooh, i didn't hit that solid and so it's it's because of those things that more sensitive to that that they're using these shaft materials uh, multi-shaft materials to create feel but also create consistency in how that putter is is delivered to the ball and transferring that energy because it's 
Well, it's just as important to hit a putter solid as it is hit the driver, and, and quite frankly, probably a little bit more. Um, when you miss that 10-footer, it comes up a couple inches short, right? Just right in the throat of the hole, and it's just because you didn't quite catch it solid enough, you know? New putters nowadays, like the, like the front line, designing that kind of, if you miss it a little bit, the speed will stay there. You won't lose that, that percent of speed that would cause you to come up short. And that's a pretty unique thing, especially when you're talking about, uh, you know, the importance of putting and having a good round versus not. So, yeah, a lot of things to check out there, but a lot of things that, uh, with a little bit of digging help with your, with from, a, from your professional or your store associate, get out there and hit some different putters. And, um, it's not just, um, Oh, I always like the way that putter looks. So you need to try different ones to see how they react and, and how it performs for you. Harry, one more before we let you go. And one of the things that yeah. I really enjoyed about your segment uh, last week uh, with Matthew is, all right, we're, we're coming up here on fall, winter obviously right behind. And what we do when we're out there playing, for those of us that are waiting out the, uh, uh, the frost delays and that sort of thing, <laughs> we're, we're layered up. Right. So our swings yep. t- tend to get a little more compact. They're a little more, you know, restricted because of all yep. of the layers. Talk about what we should be thinking about and how we should be approaching our games a little bit differently as it gets colder. Yeah. And, and the, the fall golf's a lot of fun to play. And, and because the weather is definitely, you know, crispy and, and, uh, and cool and it's, it, you know, you're not sweating like crazy, but by the same token, you're, you're definitely having to put more clothes on. You're also dealing with uh, less, you know, the air temperatures are cooler. So a lot of things that are affecting how those materials, the golf ball, for example, how that golf ball is going to respond, how the, how the driver titanium is going to respond in, in the cooler weather. Cause it, it, it's, it does not flex as much. Okay. The, the, these, the, the irons, the, the, all those things are affected by the temperature that you're playing golf in. So I think the first thing is you're talking about what, you, what you're wearing. I think the key thing is that, uh, for people to try to play golf and they've got, you know, a lot of different under, under armor type products where it's a just tight form fitting. You want to layer up. You want to start with something that gives you the warmth, but also gives you some flexibility and keeps you from being too restricted. So I would try to stay away from Heavy things, uh, heavy pieces of material. And that's for most anybody. There's lots of great choices out there in uh, in weather gear to to play in as it gets cooler. So try to use layers. That's the first key thing. But uh, from a swing standpoint, the one thing I tell players is you you want to try to swing as long as you possibly can. But when it's cooler out, you want to feel like you're swinging slower. I I I don't know how to say that any other way than it's just that if you swing slower you will find yourself hitting the ball more squarely. And that is what the key is in this cooler weather is to hit the ball solidly because it's really going to take a, it's really going to take a a, a dive on a miss hit with the cooler weather and the colder golf ball and the less compression, all that, less rebound. So try to find that tempo that you can just take it down a notch and really focus on hitting that golf ball with a longer, smoother swing, swing as long as possible. Um, again, you're going to be restricted because of the layers, but if you can, it's funny, if you can slow it down, you actually will hit it further because you're going to hit it more solid. And that's, that's probably the biggest challenge when you're out there playing in a lot of, uh, layers and cooler weather. You know, for some reason you want to swing faster and think if you hit it harder, it'll go further. And 
And also the last piece of the puzzle is that golf ball. If you're a player who, if you're playing a 70 compression ball all season long, then keep playing that 70 compression. You could even go to a, uh, the 60 compression golf ball, but there's even some 40s out there that, you know, that you could play in a lower, really cooler weather. That lower compression will feel better when you hit it, uh, and it will actually travel better in the overall, uh, scheme of things with the, with that lower compression. So um, you might remember it was years ago when the, when the laddie golf ball kind of made its way into the, the world of golf because it was a low compression golf ball that people started playing in this cool weather. And it was like the ball's going very, it's going as far as I was in the summertime. Well, that's part of the, that's what you're trying to find out is how to keep from losing too much distance in this cool weather golf. It's always, you know, always a challenge. And the other thing is, you know, if it's a seven iron in the summertime, it's probably going to be a six iron in the cooler weather. So take an extra club and, and see if you can get your uh, pin high shot to to be more pin high and further than short than pin high. That's the challenge. Perry, before I let you go, remind our listeners how they yeah. can stay up to date with all the great things that all three brands are doing and that you're doing and follow you on social media as well. Well, certainly our three websites, uh, you know, ClevelandGolf.com, Shrixon.com, and uh, ZexioUSA.com. Uh, are all the three websites to get you full product information and where you can find uh, the products uh, to hit and try and uh, each of those particular websites, demo events, uh, all the kind of uh, fun of activities that we do throughout the year. And then certainly uh, on Twitter and on Facebook, uh, we are out there. I think there's also, I'm uh, pretty sure we uh, we also do the European tour. So those who like to follow the European tour, you can, you can get some information on the, uh, uh, the European tour through, um, t- through Twitter as well. But, uh, a lot of great opportunities to kind of keep up with the brand um, and really get out there and, and experience the brands. Uh, again, uh, each of those websites you can find where wherever you live that you can find a, an event or a facility uh, or a retailer that carries our products that you're looking to try and take a look at. So uh, I certainly encourage you to, to do that as well. Check on the dealer locator and find out where you can get these uh, products to try. Well, Perry, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your night to come back and be a part of the show. I always enjoy spending time with you. I always enjoy listening, obviously, to you and Matthew every Sunday morning. And again, folks, it's Backspin Golf, WLXG.com, WLXG.com, and on WLXG app. And Perry is always on the first segment. It's always, like I said at the top, the best weekend and week out instruction and information you're going to find anywhere. So. I thank you very much, Perry. I look forward to listening to you and Matthew this weekend, and I appreciate your time tonight. All right, Chris. Thanks. Be well, and I'll uh, look forward to getting you. Tell me a chance to find that putter. We'll get a chance for you to put it in the bag and give it a whirl. I appreciate you. Take care, Perry. All All the best to you and your family. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks, Chris. Be well. See you, Perry. See you. All right, folks, it is time for me to put a bow on this edition of Next on the Tee. Can't thank you enough for continuing to make us a part of your golfing content. We'll catch up with you again next week. In between now and then, all the best to all of you. And again, thank you for uh, for being here tonight. And uh, we look forward to catching up with you again next week. Until then, hit them straight, my friends.